0: Welcome to an all-new episode of the Tailgate Podcast, our second time being at this fantastic brewery, Cinderblock, joined by our friend Matt what? Estes. Matt, welcome back. Hey, you guys. Thank you. Um, and
1: loved it last time and uh, how you guys have grown, man. This yeah. is uh, another season of uh, football's up, up on us and uh, love that you guys are here. Yeah.
0: We love, having us. love yeah. being here. Um, yeah. Jumping into football. Preseason over with. Next week on Thursday, we have the NFL opener. Uh, Cowboys and Buccaneers. Uh, yeah. Not sure I like that being my week one matchup, but it is what it is. Maybe you uh, can break Brady. I hope. Me too. I, I, is too. Yeah. Da- is Dak ready to throw? Yeah. 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 He's I think so. Without limits now, so that's obviously good news. Uh, no limitations. Uh, some fans worried about. He didn't throw any preseason passes. I'm not. I think health is the most important thing to this team. So I was cool with most of those guys sitting out. Um, But I think this is the second straight year that you're going to be a part of our uh, divisional breakdown.
1: Yeah. And um, I I had a hot take, I think, the last time you were here was about hockey. I talked to my buddy about five minutes before, and that went bad. So we're not going to have that mistake this time.
0: Yeah. What's your redemption hot take for this year?
1: Oh, man. I mean, I think – just follow those COVID restrictions, guys. Yeah. You know, and I mean, get through the season. Like the SEC, they they they'll cancel games on you. Um, so uh, everybody needs to to no nonsense this year. And I just I just you know the NFL is going to get through the season, come hell or high water. Honestly, yep. so
0: yeah. Speaking of the COVID restrictions and everything involved with that, uh, we mentioned on last week's show that the Patriots were a little bit unhappy with Cam Newton yep. about. Uh, his lack of being vaccinated, he got put in COVID protocol and it was a big week for uh, uh, Jones. Mac Jones, yeah. And he capitalized. I think it was the very next day we were texting about the incredible practice that he had against the Giants and he went out and looked impressive and yet another preseason game. And today it was announced that Cam Newton Cut. Yeah. yeah. Gone. Goodbye, gone. I mean, Cam. We
2: were merely just talking about the fact that Mac was going to get the starting job. Right. Well, I thought. I don't think any of us actually thought Cam was going to get cut.
0: Yeah, I thought they would definitely keep him around, especially with how low his contract is yeah. as uh, number two. But, I mean, you mentioned it before the show, Matt, to us that, uh, you know, just not having that pressure, especially with a young quarterback that have to look over your shoulder if you make a mistake is probably something that Belichick is – like, you know, it's, let's not have him worry about that. Let him just go out there and play.
1: I think it's unfortunate, too, because, you know, if you have a good marriage with, you know, Mac Jones, Cam Newton, Cam's a weapon still. Um, he could be. But if Cam wants to be the guy, I mean, and, and I, I don't think that Bill Belichick saw a way of meshing all that together at this point. So right. it's just cut bait. But, but it's unfortunate because if you could bring him in and have him be a goal line guy or sure. special mm-hmm. situation thing. But I think that's just too much. That's already been made, you know, Mac Jones, like, who's going to be the starter? And, you know, Bill just cut sure. that out of the locker room right away.
0: Yeah, I, I think there's also a chance that maybe in the decision process, they were like, could have even went to Cam and been like, are you comfortable being a backup or do you want to pursue another another starting job and maybe just respect his decision and move on
3: mm-hmm. if he wants a chance to start somewhere else? Point. The, um I mean, I, I know that we've spoke off uh, camera, obviously, about, I, I mean, Duncan and I are solidly in the camp of you know Cam's not going to get signed for the next little bit until yep. one of those injuries happens. And like, injuries happen in football, you know. And uh, first couple of weeks, I mean, we could look at uh, the team have a guy go down for a little bit. I mean, we just saw Carson Wentz mm-hmm. go down with COVID after right. recovering from an injury, and you could have Cam just be slated in pretty quickly. It's yep. uh, you know ready to go. So I think it. There, I think he might not be signed for the next little bit, but because uh, backup is definitely what he doesn't want. But teams yep. are in the. Wayne, the thing of how do we handle the unvaccinated part of him, but then also, like, how do we navigate this injury
0: during season? Yeah, I I think that's going to be the interesting thing to monitor is who's actually interested. Like like you said, like we've all said off camera, there's always a team that's loaded with enough talent to win a Super Bowl that loses maybe their quarterback at some point every year. And Cam, in my opinion, yeah, it would be smart to just wait it out, evaluate all your options, and then... When you feel comfortable taking a job or taking a contract, take it. But it's going to be a fun thing to monitor. Um, any other interesting cuts that you guys saw that you're completely caught you off guard so far?
2: It's it's tough because I mean we're still waiting until where we are right now, we've still got just under an hour and a half mm-hmm. until the yeah. deadline. So, and yeah. yeah, so expect to start a, seeing names trickling yeah, in like, mm-hmm. just as we're doing the show here.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So expect definitely some breaking <laughs> breaking news as much as possible sure. on this on the show. Um, I mean, I guess one of the biggest names, uh, uh, biggest names, one of the big names to me is uh, Michael Thomas. wasn't cut, but I mean, he started out in the pup, so I mean, that's more of like an injury thing. Right. Um, but yeah, Michael Thomas is going to be gone for at least five six games, so we'll see what happens with that. Um, as far as big names, there really wasn't anything that was that much shocking, or that shocking minus the Cam Newton
0: thing. So, yeah, I think the the most shocking one that we mentioned before the show started was probably Fulgham and Philly so far. And that's just because their wide receiver depth is, there is garbage.
1: One one that was somebody that was cut that a lot of people made a big deal about, which I have no idea why, was Perryman. Oh yeah. Like mm-hmm. I mean, just on Nashville, it's like, oh Perryman's cut. I mean, look at yeah. his big name wide receivers. Like, oh, you really that surprised? I mean. You know, I know he had the right. year, you know, a few years ago down in Tampa, but I I don't know. I don't know. think it was big.
3: I think the only reason why it was shocking from the Lions camp was the fact that we went out and got him and his contact was his contract was fully guaranteed. Oh, so, wow. so, yeah, was, so he so we basically cool, just was, we basically but it was like two mil. So we, I mean yeah, yeah great yeah. it's two mil but like okay. literally it was just like we paid we paid Rashad Perryman two mil to just leave. But you know, it was <laughs> it was practice it was for a few yeah, months too, that, yeah. uh, going back and playing the same
2: place
3: as that. Yeah and I mean yeah. I've been I've been beating the drum on i Ross St. Brown all off season and how great he is and I think that's just like they were worried about it. They were worried about their wide receiver depth obviously and then, you know like I mean Quintez Cephas, they loved him, and he's been performing well. And then, uh, what a name. Uh, and then I'm in Ross St. Brown, and then they're like, you know what, Tyrell's kind of a good. And in, in the same fact, like, Detroit's not looking to really move the needle this year, so right. it's one of those things where it's like, meh, let's just kind of see what we got going forward. So. What you're talking
0: about, Jared Goff thinks you guys are making the playoffs. That's... He goes, why not us? And that's That's one <laughs> of the funniest comments yeah. that I saw. A beat writer was like, "I got many
3: reasons why yeah, not." Yeah. That's 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 cute, Jared Goff. Yeah. Uh, just I have confidence, just, but yeah, yeah. Keep putting it on social media about how you pipe your ex girlfriend's coach or <laughs> your ex coach's girlfriend. They didn't put it on social media; it was in a group chat. Oh, group chat. Sorry, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. That's what we need. Yeah, um, but let's get into the division stuff. Um, we're going to start with the Norths, uh, NFC North. Matt, what do you think's happening in the North?
1: Man, in, I mean, NFC North, I, I haven't had a lot of time to break this down, but I mean, what, we've got, uh, you know, a, a quarterback situation going on in Chicago, right? Right. I mean, you've got, the, you've got the rookie versus, you know, who's already been named the starter. I don't really have a problem with that. I think Justin Fields is seems like he's solid, but it's not like he hasn't proven anything yet to me. I think, you know, Nagy's also looking to, you know, buy himself a year as well. Yeah. Um, that defense is aging a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, the offensive line, from where I sit, I don't know if th- they've gotten that much more help. Um, so but I, I think you go with the Red Rocket and you see what happens. I mean, I kind of see the Bears kind of, kind of teetering there. You know, potentially for another, um, another wild card spot. But I mean, I I don't know right now how you don't go with the pack.
0: Yeah, you know, yeah, you almost have to as go with the pack leader. I mean, the revenge um, tours. You know, year two of the Aaron Rodgers revenge tour <laughs> is coming through. And yeah, barring
3: an injury, I don't yeah. see anyone unseating the Packers. I mean, yeah, if you, if, and even just to kind of segue off the like the, the Bears thing, I mean, when it comes to, when it comes to like Matt Nagy, you just feel like Matt Nagy, like you said, is trying to piece together some wins so he can extend his thing so he doesn't lose his sure. job. And what better way to do that, as horrible it sounds for a coach, is to like kind of start and like start to falter a little bit and then just be like, oh, look, Justin Fields start and then just, Get some wins and be like, "See, this is what we were waiting for all along." So you know, you know, Justin Fields' time is coming. Just like in San Francisco, you know, Trey Lance's time is coming. Sure. But whereas Kyle Shanahan's not playing to keep his job, Matt Nagy is. So it's just kind of like, it's what game are you going to see?
0: Yeah. Know? I just always think that that's just kind of a cowardly move when it's clear that one is more talented than the other and has outplayed them. Yep. Like, oh, he's a rookie though. You got to play. Got to sit him because he's a rookie. Yeah, it's just stupid. I. Yeah. If, if it's clear, and that's why I have so much respect for New England and the fact that, like, it was clear Mac Jones has it. Go with the guy. It was clear all all preseason. Justin Fields, the, the final pass of the preseason that he had, that touchdown where he was rolling to his right he and just put it in perfect position. Like, and then... Andy Dalton's last pass of the preseason was the one of the worst interceptions I saw all preseason. Yeah. Like, we're, I just don't understand that mentality. I think,
1: and I think the reason I started with the Bears, um, yeah. it just popped in my head. I mean, you know, they're kind of that, you know, yeah. right there with that right quarterback could start, you know, mm-hmm. you know, start going upward a little bit. Minnesota, to me, looks like a bit of a train wreck right now. Yeah. And, you know, and if they, they start going a little south, I mean, how, how long is Dalvin going to put up with that yeah. and really – ball out um mm-hmm. you know d- defensively I mean they just paid a 32 year old a great safety good solid safety but a lot of money mm-hmm. I mean I, I don't the coach seems to be spinning in circles you know they're dealing with who's vaccinated who's not mm-hmm. you know
0: you know even in a perfect year Kirk Cousins is they, eh. an interesting storyline there is they brought back Efer- Everson Griffin who the minute he left Minnesota was vocal that like Zimmer doesn't even like uh, Kirk Cousins like and now yeah. they have them all in the same building again after that was like out there publicly and he was forced to apologize to Kirk Cousins upon like being re-signed but like I think that locker room could be just very contentious this year and I mean
3: let's I mean let's look also look at Minnesota when it comes down to it is like they make a history of like, re-signing older guys yeah. that are just past their prime. way past their prime and just being like, no, no, we remember what it used to be. Yeah, yeah, we remember what it used to be. But that doesn't... Rewarding a player yeah. for what they were is not ever ever smart in and, sports. And obviously, we love Justin Jefferson. For we love Dalvin Cook, you yeah. know, but in the same fact, like, I other than better that... A better quarterback. Yeah, exactly. Like, other than that, it's just kind of like, yeah. Thielen's. you know, getting older, and he's good, and he, you know, he's always solid. I guess, like, week one through four. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like, for the most part, it's like, you lost your tight end, which you like, Irv Smith. You know, like, the line is, uh, like, shaky at best. Like, yeah. it's, it's, it's solid, but it's, it doesn't move the needle. Sure. And then, yeah, I mean, it, there's, I think we're all in agreement on this one that it's Agreed, revenge on this one. I'm going Minnesota. Are you?
2: No. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I completely agree with Matt. I think yeah. Minnesota's a dumpster fire. I, I mean, agree. Even I was watching so much of that Chiefs game, Chiefs-Minnesota game last Friday, and I'm just like, this, it's not even close. Yeah. I mean, the talent is just – there was such a big divide mm-hmm. in, in talent there. And I've been vocal on my opinion on Kirk Cousins before. Now, sure. And I never forget that play a couple seasons ago when he had a chance to run on a third and short, get the first down yeah. in what was a one-possession game, and he slid a yard and half shy. It's like yep. that told me everything I need to know about Kirk Cousins as a leader mm-hmm. and as a guy who has the balls to go out and yeah. go win a, t- a game when his team needs him to.
0: So yep. you don't like that. Huh? You like, you like that? that? You, like you like that? You uh, like that? <laughs> yeah. uh, and of course,
2: I mean and yeah, Minnesota's just they're they're not yeah. a smart organization when it comes to decision making. Yeah, something else I was critical of last year is the Yannick Danquway.
3: Mm-hmm. You know,
2: big trade to go get them, and then they trade them away a few month, like a few weeks later yep. for pennies on the dollar. Yeah. Like it's just it's not smart decision making when you're trying right. to build a winning football team to compete with for Green Bay, yeah, and yeah, Chicago's make clearly making a mistake. I mean, mm-hmm. having having Justin Fields sit behind Andy Dalton isn't like having Patrick Mahomes sit behind Alex Smith.
0: No, no. like
2: not even comparable
0: quarterbacks no, there. Bro. No, he right. had Alex Smith playing at a
2: near Pro Bowl level at that yep. point. Yeah, and like that was they went in knowing it's like yeah he's a raw project. Sure. Justin Fields isn't as raw as Patrick Mahomes was. And I know that sounds insane to say at this point in time, but I mean, that was the truth of the matter back then. Like Fields clearly showed in that last preseason game that he learned from the struggles he had in
0: the second game.
2: And so if Matt Nagy is smart, if, big if, uh, then he'll be starting by week 3 Justin Fields will. I would hope so. So if not by the second half of week one.
1: I, I think just real quick, the big difference too, was I think when Pat was brought in, the Chiefs, Andy Reid went right to Alex Smith and they talked about it. Yeah. And they were like, hey, Alex, this is our guy for the future. Mm-hmm. Like this is gonna be your year. You know, even if they wanted to make a switch at like week seven or eight, um, because they saw, oh man, Pat might have taken us further, they weren't gonna do it. They let Alex play it out, but there was communication there. Yep. I don't think there's communication with Nagy front office. No. Like this was all brought down to set it up where then Alex was happy, like, okay, get me a trade. Alex left on good terms, balled out, played well, you know, and, and that's not happening in Chicago right now. No. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's the problem is the communication yeah. between, you know, Andy Dalton, you know, the fields all the way down is not there. And that's the difference between the two.
3: Yeah, I mean, um, 100% hit it on the head. I mean, it's it's one of the things we mentioned earlier, obviously, uh, you know, our boy Mac looking over his shoulder at Cam, which would have been bad for him. But Andy Dalton's looking over his shoulder at Justin Fields. He knows it's a matter of time. And mm-hmm. and so it's just kind of – it. Kind of harbors some animosity when it comes to like you know like constantly looking over your shoulder and being like it's man I'm, red, I'm, hair
0: gray.
3: yeah when's when's it gonna go there um, I think as far as like the division lines up I have obviously Green Bay hands down um, barring I mean you know obviously everything in the show is barring injury but it's like I have Green Bay then I have Chicago and Minnesota then Lions gonna be a top team as well but it's gonna be top draft pick next year you know number one overall let's do this <laughs> uh, Philly might have something to say I about that say we're gonna
0: Philly. we'll get to the oh East in a little bit uh, you're gonna stick with the North. Um,
2: one quick note on Green Bay, I just, uh, I did just see come up on the Rapport tweeted that uh, David Bakhtiari is starting the season on the pop list. Yep. So that makes things a little bit interesting. Through.
0: So that's how Rodgers many, probably. that's five, five weeks. Yeah, that's, that's a huge hit to one of, that's one of the best offensive linemen in the league. Um, so moving on to the AFC North, uh, not as much quarterback controversy there. Uh, literally probably none. Uh, every team settled. And uh, Joe Burrow, into his second year, coming back from injury, they went with uh, Jamar Chase, obviously, as their first-round pick instead of Panay Sewell. Shut Panay Was
2: I on Chase, or were you?
0: I was on Sewell. I, I was I mean, on Sewell, Sewell up said, until the yeah, day, and then the it kind of became man. pretty clear so that they Chase. were Chase. Yeah, Chase not playing very well in preseason, like five drops, yeah. uh, including, like, a really bad bubble screen drop in the last game. Um, but Bengals, I think, are... I would assume we're all in agreement that they are not going to probably be in contention this year for the division. <laughs> no. Offensive line still isn't good enough. Mm-hmm. The weapons around Burrow, I think, are there, but there's a lot of an improvement that
3: that roster needs to do. Absolutely. Uh, I'm all in on Ravens. Um, I know that yeah. that's kind of like where I'm some of us, yeah, uh, I, I think it's to see where it. some of us differ on this one. Yeah. Um, I think it's the Ravens division to lose. Um, even though I guess I kind of do believe in the Browns, I, I'm not the like Browns got a roster. Right? I know they got a roster, but I'm just not. I'm not all set on that yet. Um, I think uh, Baker still makes a lot of mental mistakes, and I mean, he at one point in time last year, granted, you know, different roster. Uh, he went. He had to go toe to toe with Burrow to beat Burrow, and I feel like that's sometimes what the game script is, and sometimes what Burrow or what um, what uh, Baker's bad at. So I mean, I just, I there's just something about the Browns that I just don't like, um, and I just, I mean. I think Harbaugh has it kind of together and is kind of, and um, even bringing in Sammy, uh, Sammy Watkins and just kind of spreading that field and letting Mark, maybe letting Marquis show a little bit and just doubling down on the run. I mean, they just lost JK Dobbins, which that's a big blow for my dynasty team. Um, And I mean, I love Dobbins and they lost, they lost Dobbins and kind of really didn't even bat an eye on it. They're like, yeah, Gus bus moving forward. And then Tyshawn Williams and justice Hill, and not necessarily signing in depth yet, but they're just like, they're fine. We're ready to roll. And I,
0: Kind of like that. So. I think they're a little bit more panicked than that in private. Um, uh-huh. I they rely a lot on the run. They use multiple running backs. Having one good guy that's good is one thing. I uh, and I like Gus Edwards. I think he'll have a fantastic season. But they do need depth if they're going to run at the volume that they have been the last few years. Um, overall, still like their roster a lot. Um, yeah. they. I think it is a two-team race. I think both teams are making the playoffs. Um, but I think it comes down to like one or two games, and overall, I like the roster for the Browns better. I'm, I I think I'm going to go with the Browns to win that division this year. Uh, I don't think the Steelers really make a push at all this year. I think this is finally going to be, be the like I think last year was legitimately if it weren't for the winning streak, would have been talked more about Ben's like downfall season. But this year, I think it's going to really show. I
1: I still I'm a big Mike Tomlin guy, and um, I I mean I want to make that prediction that the Steelers are going to do it. I I have a hard time doing it. It wouldn't surprise mm-hmm. me if they kind of – if something happens to Cleveland, you know, um, but has there ever been a quarterback to win a Super Bowl that's been tackled by a police officer into a concrete barrier or something similar? Probably. Or something similar? <laughs> along the way.
0: I don't know. Think, I think, think, I mean, think about think – Terry, Terry Bradshaw, maybe. Some dumb shit.
1: He did dumb stuff, but like he would always just be like, Hey, like, arrest me. He wouldn't, he didn't try to run from him. Well, we're not predicting him to win a Super Bowl. No, 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 I'm just, this this was just a thought running in my head. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, I think, uh, yeah, I think the addition of Sammy Watkins, and as weird as this is to say, if he can stay on the field, I think he brings something, um, you know, to that receiver core, some professionalism, even though he's an alien, like all the, He's a little bit out there, <laughs> but, but if he can, but honestly, I mean, he goes out there and balls out and brings another little level to yeah. him. Cause I mean, he blocks well, I mean, it'll help in that aspect, but if those receivers and they can kind of make those things, I agree with you. They need some of those, some of that depth behind Gus, Gus Edwards to step up, you know, in different situations. Um, you know, it all depends. Like is Lamar going to ball out? Yeah, He's you know?
0: got to prove he can pass.
1: And, and if, and if, that goes bad. I mean, defense will be solid. You know, well-coached team. Um, I, mean, I think the Steelers are going to be kind of in the mix for a while. Um, and uh, but but I think in the end, if if unless something weird happens with Cleveland, you know, I think um, I think I probably I'll probably favor Browns just a little bit, and then and then go Baltimore and then uh, Pittsburgh. But 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 I, I see the Steelers still just just nipping and clawing and right there to maybe do something. Dunk, what you think?
2: Uh, man, it's, I do think the two playoff teams are going to come out of this division.: Agreed. Um, mm-hmm. I do think it's going to be Cleveland and Baltimore coming out.: mm-hmm. But I think that this division, like people are thinking, is going to be gangbusters at the top between Cleveland and Baltimore. I think it's going to end up being a letdown for a lot of people. Like, I'm seeing yeah. like an 11 and six division winner, if not even like 10 and seven. Okay. Uh, just because I fair. think you're going to see some letdowns happen. Sure. I uh, like when I went at the AFC is just tough. So the, like the AFC is exceptionally tough, especially right up at the top. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Cleveland is up there with Kansas City and Buffalo at this point. I, they I have to prove say, it. They, yeah, they absolutely have to prove it. And Tennessee might even deserve to be ranked sure. higher than uh, than Cleveland at this point.
0: I mean, Cleveland I mean that's absolutely a fair. Roster, <laughs> but I also look at Ty thinks one other team in that division. We'll get to that later, though. Yeah.
2: yeah. Um,
3: it's but, a shocker for all our listeners out yeah. there.
2: Is it a shocker?
3: I don't think so. If you've been uh, paying attention to the podcast, <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, hey, I don't have a winning but this year. Uh,
2: shit. Um, but no, like, I look at Cleveland last year. Like, when Pittsburgh had fallen apart mm-hmm. completely, Cleveland went up and they smoked them, just kicking the. I can't remember. Was that the playoff game? They are destroying Pittsburgh, and then they let Pittsburgh yeah, come yeah. back. Yeah, yeah, They want, They put like, a fifty burger on. Pittsburgh stormed back, though.
0: Not in the playoff game. It was maybe it was yeah. the end of the, the regular playoff season. game. They, they it, smoked them. It was fifty. They put a fifty burger on. Them. No, 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 I remember that.
2: But it reached. It the was goal. the last game. I think it was the playoff. It was, it was still the regular season. Yeah, regular season. It was, yeah, it was still game. a late season game. because oh, they was... played like two weeks in a row. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I remember they were up big. Like they were up like thirty-five nothing at one point, and then Pittsburgh stormed back to bring it within a one possession. It was a one possession. Like, I remember I was like, is Cleveland really going to do this? And it was, I think, Monday Night Football. And it's like, are they really going to put up this end. monster yeah. game and then they're going to blow it on national TV to mm. a decrepit Pittsburgh team? Right, yeah. I, so I just see Cleveland getting being too cocky, too arrogant, and sure. it's gonna, they're going to shoot themselves in the foot at some point this year. Mm. Um, and when it comes to Baltimore, I think one thing, like, it's such a huge loss for them losing J.K. Dobbins. But they're such a run-centric team. And yet they've lost arguably their best blocking offensive lineman, run blocking offensive lineman in Orlando Brown Jr. And they've replaced him with a retread from that Pittsburgh offensive line that completely fell apart over the course of the season. You're going without, and I like Alejandro Villanueva. I love that story. But you're talking about a 32, 33-year-old right tackle that's now expected to replace a two-time Pro Bowler who was just entering his prime. As yeah, they've got Ronnie Stanley back on the left side, but they also don't have Marshall Yandy anymore. I know that's they didn't last year either. But Hmm. their run game wasn't as effective last year. Yes, there was the COVID issues, but now you're taking away another great offensive lineman, and so for them to just be like, "Oh, it's fine. We've got this depth behind Gus Edwards." That's not fine, and because your offensive line isn't as good as it was.
3: I yeah, I mean, I uh, I I think great coaching does kind of supersede that, and I think that yeah. I mean, yeah, like that, you said about just threw me off. I mean, obviously one of the other teams that are like, I what one of the things I want to bring up, obviously, is Pittsburgh, because uh, like, as if we haven't harped on them enough. Um, I mean, let's let's talk about it. I mean, minus the outlier, Tom Brady, um, whose arm seems to stay decent with age. When quor- yeah. Um, when quarterbacks arms fall off, they fall off. And when quarterbacks fall off, they fall off hard. You know, Drew Brees was, you know, Looked amazing two years ago. Last year, yeah, you know, Peyton Manning. His last year when he won the Super Bowl. I mean, they they started Brock Osweiler over him, and I feel like that's just gonna like they're gonna you know roll out. You know, I mean, obviously we're gonna see Dwayne Haskins. I think at some point, yeah, they're gonna roll out. Oh, we're gonna see Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, yeah, they started. Yeah, yeah, I think they're gonna start Dwayne Haskins at some point because I think Big Ben's good for six games and his arms are done. I I think think so. Mason Rudolph's ahead of him. I thought I thought Dwayne Haskins jumped him. Yeah.
0: Huh. Yeah, Haskins had a really bad last game. Oh, right. I, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't think he'll be the backup. I think it will be Rudolph.
3: But so I could
0: definitely a- see it. Like Big Ben does get hurt most season. Like at some point, even if it's minor, he sits out some games at some point. So yeah, we'll see a and backup. They, as, and they lost is...
2: their. They lost their. Th- the three best offensive linemen from last year. <clears throat> yes, it fell apart down the stretch of the season. But you've still got no Pouncy, no DeCastro, and sure. no Villanueva. And so no, and that like.
1: Juju, I'm just kidding. Yeah, Juju
2: kidding. And, Chase, and Chase Claypool are just going yeah. no, yeah. to blow up, and it's going to be no, I don't know. They're going to blow up and want to get the hell out of Pittsburgh. Yeah. But no, I am against okay, Cleveland park. still.
0: Okay. Just at the top. So three on Cleveland. Ty the only one on Baltimore. There, uh, getting to the South, NFC South. Oof. Yeah, oof. That's right. Oof. Uh, Drew Brees gone. Matt Ryan probably on his last few years uh, in Atlanta. You have. Darnold and Carolina and who am I missing? Uh, that's the Super Bowl champions. <laughs> Super Bowl champion Buccaneers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tom Brady. Say that. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. I. That division isn't as interesting as last year. Uh, I'll just say that it's. I mean, Darnold has has to prove it there, uh, but. They were treating him like a veteran that deserved to sit out preseason games, which is interesting. I would think wanting to get him acclimated with his team would be important. But, uh, yeah, I I think this could be just a runaway with, for the Bucks. Like, not saying that they would have even that high of wins to to take it. Because, obviously, they're going to have a very tough schedule. Uh, being, well, I guess they were a second-place team last year. Uh, mm-hmm. New Orleans won the division. They were the wild card. So, second-place schedule. I'm I'm going to have to go with the Bucks, barring Jameis or balling out for New Orleans. I just, I don't see Atlanta taking this division. I don't see Carolina doing it.
2: Carolina is the only one I could see potentially doing something. If Sam Darnold, if like Matt Rule and Joe Brady are able to get Sam Darnold on the right track. Sure. Like that's the one team I could see. If Tampa Bay, yeah. if all of a sudden they just age very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, but having said that, yeah, I'm, I still at this point.
3: It'd be so good not roster. To go with Tampa yeah. Bay. Yeah. I want to believe in Carolina so bad. Duncan and I have had long talks about this, and I do. I mean, I, I think the defense turned a corner, and I do think that sure. they are just like I think one we're or two, yeah, one so or two years away. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's yeah, Anderson yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, Christian McCaffrey, and even I mean, I think we all cover, like coaches. Like, like, yeah, a lot the rule, Um the and that's it's like I still just think there might be one year away, and it sucks. But also, I don't see them finishing second in this division. One of the teams I've been really just. I think it's not necessarily being thought of, and it's going to be kind of a wild one. Is Dark Horse Coach of the Year, Arthur Smith? Like he has a pretty easy schedule with Atlanta. If he gets that offense going pretty well and gets that stuff driving, I mean, with a pretty easy schedule, yeah. I mean, in Pitts is good. Um, obviously, Calvin Ridley, they love him. You know, um, they. Uh, I mean, the running backs. Yeah, you know, Mike Davis, but Mike Davis proved to be useful. Yeah. But they use. They're going to use a rotation anyway. I don't think people are giving Atlanta enough credit, and I think Atlanta more than Carolina is going to turn heads this year. Carolina is probably going to turn heads next year when there is a little bit more of a changing of the guard. Um, but I mean, just the schedule that Atlanta has, and how they're and how Arthur Smith likes to play the game. If he brings it over from Tennessee, I, I don't know I, if they can I play like
0: Tennessee plays right now. I know. I I get that, but
3: I'm just. I, I would, like him as a play yeah. caller. It's just I. I would not be shocked. So much unknown. Yeah, I would not be shocked to see like the Saints bottom out the division, and then Carolina, and then Atlanta, and then There's the too much talent for the Saints. But I think they're still better yeah. than Carolina. I just think they're kind of like right now with I. I think there is. I like Sean Payton, and I'm not saying that they're a dumpster fire by any means. I just think that they're just not cohesive right now. And Marcus Callaway is obviously their number one receiver, and like some of the things that he's been doing, I just. There's just something about him that I just don't like uh, as far as like the cohesiveness of the team. And I think people aren't giving Atlanta enough credit that, you know, Matt Ryan can ball out and win games every other year. And I think that this could be one of those every other year. Other than Michael Thomas, what cohesive part of the team don't you like? Uh, I mean, well, yeah, I was going to say the receivers. um, Jameis, we got to see exactly. I mean, Jameis did perform kind of well on a couple of drives and all that stuff. Remember that game where he was damn near Perfect quarterback yeah. rating. The, the defense is, I mean, the defense is good, but I mean, usually the NFC South tends to be like a shootout thing. So mm-hmm. I don't see them like completely winning games. I just see I just see a lot of coin flips is what I see. And it's-, it's A lot of the games for this division. Right. And that's why it's like, I just, that's why it's like, if, if it's a lot of coin flips, mm-hmm. I tend to to bet heavy on the underdog, which is why I'm like, all right, cool. Let's, let's see if Atlanta coin flips the game. And, you know, I kind of like Arthur Smith, so we'll see how this goes. But like I said, that's kind of like the craziest opinion that I have this year. Sure. Um, because- so who do you have taken it though? I have the Bucks taking it. Bucks. I have the Bucks taking it um, closer than what people think, but I mean i i don't I don't see two coming out of this division, but I see Atlanta being a fight for the playoffs, and I like, as a wild card and, yeah. and just barely missing it. Well I, see I, that.
1: I, th- I think to piggyback on that, so you look at um, Atlanta last year. I remember them coming into Arrowhead, gave the Chiefs all they mm-hmm. wanted, right? Um, I don't remember their full schedule down the stretch and how well they competed, but I bet if my memory serves right, it was pretty solid. So I, I think there's some things there. Um, if they can put it together, I mean, I think that's an a awesome assessment, and a, you know, got me thinking about it and even switching stuff. I'm kind of a little more with Ty on on New Orleans being a bit of a dumpster fire, and 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 mm-hmm. and I like Jameis, I do. I think he can do stuff with him. but I mean, but you know. There's the best receiver in football at one point. It's going to be non-existent. I mean, is Callaway undrafted guy? Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, undrafted guy to Tennessee, never really quite lived up. He does look good, but can he really step into that role? Um, They don't really have, I mean, who's, I don't know, tight end-wise? Yeah, I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, Kamara to me, amazing player, but depending on how they use them, if they can't get them going, I, I, I don't know. I mean, you know, like Latavius Murray last year was there and kind of helped a little bit. It's
3: going to be a very different look offense for the, yeah. the Saints. Like, we, we've been seeing this. And they're talking, they're talking about cutting Latavius Murray. Like, that's one of the that's one of the big pieces where they're talking about, like, Baltimore waiting until mm-hmm. New Orleans cuts to Latavius Murray and then just sure. snatch him up.
0: <clears throat> yeah, and I think getting – not to go back to that, but, yeah, that's something that Baltimore – why they, they have to be watching the waiver wire. Um, but, yeah. Uh, there's just too many unknowns of, among the any team other than Tampa Bay in that division in my opinion to really guess that anyone else is going to win it at this point. Yeah. And if you are that, that hot take city ride with it but no yeah it's I agree go with if, the Super Bowl if, champs.
1: If Sam Darnold turns out to be like wow mm-hmm. then you know I sure. mean they 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 could be right in it and you know I think they're going in the right direction. I still don't know what to think about that coach but absolutely time will tell.
0: <clears throat> Getting to the AFC South we think Ty has the biggest hot take in this and that's why I want him to lead this off.
3: Oh, you want me to leave this off? Yeah, cuz we have to talk uh, So, about
0: I'm this. not
3: I'm not choosing the Titans, guys. Um I am not choosing okay. the Titans. I am choosing the Colts. Uh once again, love that roster and it is it is weird obviously yeah. talking as much shit as I did about Carson Wentz and than picking him to be uh, the quarterback that wins this division. Um, I think it's hotly contested division. and seems so familiar. Yeah, I know. It does seem so familiar, doesn't it? Uh, one of these times I'll be right. Um, I hope yeah. so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, uh, I love that roster top to bottom. Uh, they got a lot of talent coming back, obviously. Um, I One of the best defenses on paper, I believe. Okay. And I, I think that they are going to be able to just play with people and then um, – the hardest part is obviously hearing the TY news. Uh, I'm not saying that he's a great number one, but it's kind of like the Saints thing where it's like that is the one thing that has me skeptical is, once again, it's like a wide receiver that I'm just like, huh? But it, especially but I, for Wentz. Yeah, mm-hmm. especially for Wentz, but I love Pittman. Um, and I think he does take the next step forward. Um, Paris can stretch on the outside, so I think that there's that. Um, they they do like using their two tight end sets, so Jack Doyle, you know, Moali Cox, and all that stuff. So I love I, I I and I and honestly, like if they were going to ground and pound, who better do it with than Taylor? Taylor looked great last year. He might break the Wisconsin curse for the running back, um, you know. And it, I mean, I was down on him coming out of college because, but mainly because he had the W on his helmet and uh, the usage in college. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, well, we Max did, behind we him. Did and, say about yeah. him
0: that his first few years will probably be very he'll good, be good but, yeah. but he'll fall off a cliff early. Yeah, and like, if, that's the thing about the uh, a lot of. No. Wisconsin and Alabama running backs—they yeah. run and them till the wheels fall. Yeah,
3: I have this offensive line doing some work, and I literally have them controlling the pace of play with, uh, and and playing the kind of Tennessee Titans approach last uh, that they did next year. Like mm-hmm. one of the, I guess one of the shocking stats that I kind of have um, penciled in is uh, the rushing leader this year for me is Jonathan Taylor. Um, out okay. of all the running backs, and um, I think he he might not break two thousand, but I think he gets. I think he might get close. I think that behind this offensive line, behind the things that they can do in this division, I I like a lot of Jonathan Taylor this year. Fire him up. Sure. Yeah. I'm going Tennessee.
2: I think Ty <laughs> is crazy. Uh, love you, but guts. Uh, yeah. um, I understand that affinity for Indianapolis, and it is a great roster. Yep. But I don't think. They, and at some of the more important positions on defense, I don't think they're they're very strong. I don't like their pass rush. the white and blue. No, I figured as much. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you're wearing a Bills hat, too, so you're just really confused. Hi, um, Grant. Um, but,
0: <laughs> is
3: that division <the> next?
2: <laughs> uh, we're pretty close. Pretty close, um, yeah. No, east. but I just I think Tennessee is on another level. You look at how close. you know They made the run of the AFC Championship game two years ago. Maybe. They, they lose to Baltimore in the playoffs is that right like it was a dog fight if I'm not mistaken too like it was a good game um, I think that's right and because uh, yeah. yeah yeah uh and but anyway it's it's um yeah because then Buffalo beat the beat the Ravens so uh,
3: because it was it was uh, one of those um it was one of those joint weeks where because both the Colts lost. And when the Pitts when Steelers lost, you saw both quarterbacks yeah. and you're like and you're like, oh, this is the last we see of him. You know, you looked at Philip Rivers, you're like, yeah, this is the last we see of him. Um, unless he comes in late, but this is the last we see of him. And you, know, you thought the same thing for Big Ben. Yeah. Sitting on the bench by himself, just all <clears throat> mopey. But
2: I just no, I just think I mean
3: adding Julio Jones to what is an
2: already dynamic offense. They've got a strong offensive line there, the defense it's it's still some question marks, but, you know, they went out and got Bud Dupree, try to make a difference. And That's something where I, I don't like Indianapolis very much is with their pass rushing. Their take, pass
0: it, rushing. take it as whatever you want, because obviously preseason doesn't matter, but they did have the top-performing defense of the preseason. Tennessee? Yeah. 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 Gave up less than 200 yards yeah. per game.
2: I mean, Mike Vrabel was – he already – like, he's he's a bulldog, and he was going to get that team to reflect his personality at some point. Yep. And so, and I mean, Jacksonville is – There's some things I like that Jacksonville is doing, but I don't like who's doing it. And so (laughs) there's a lot of stinkiness there. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And uh, yeah, I'm just not like Houston is going to be an absolute dumpster fire. I mean, I don't know what to expect out of Houston. Like, I literally don't know what to expect. There are so many question
0: marks. Like we're all in the same boat with that.
1: Well I do know what to expect out of Houston.
0: I just so don't know how are gonna, we're gonna, gonna see get some there. headlines. Like, and they're I, not gonna sure. be great. Like
2: I see this dumpster fire down at the end of the road. I just don't know what detours the road is gonna take
1: to
0: get to that uh, dumpster
1: fire. God, it's 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 gonna be interesting even just to watch that as a soap opera. Um, Jacksonville, I'm with you. I mean I like some things that are happening. I don't like who's pulling the, the trigger there. Um, I'm not real big on that. I love take, you know, I mean, I mean, Frank Reich's a good coach. You know, the line's still solid. They've got a local kid from Late the South on there, which is pretty cool. Just got paid and some money, which I like. Um, but I mean, I don't you've got, you've got to go with Tennessee. I think losing losing the tight end Smith isn't isn't the best thing for him. Um, but you know, defensively, um, they're just well coached. So even if they don't maybe have like they don't have all the all the horses there. They're going to be well-coached each time, mm-hmm. and, and I think they'll be more effective than... Like, last year, they got torched a little bit. I think they're also going to be able to rest uh, Derek Henry a little bit more with with having even Julio there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think uh got got another wide receiver on the other side that's got potential of...
0: A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown, a. J. Brown. Just, of just going... They're gonna, of think, going like, I think they leave the wow, league
1: K. In, K. The Metcalf Marshawn,
0: last year. in the Marshawn Lynch stat of most guys who can run through a motherfucker's face. Yeah. Yeah. And... Yeah, they over, over and over and over. over. <laughs> yes. Yeah, they are Henry over.
3: Julio, AJ Brown, that roster is yeah. just I mean, yeah, you lost Jonas. you lost counted. Jonas Smith um and replaced you him with one of the best. Yeah, you replace him with Julio Jones at the end yeah. of his career. It's a big body wide receiver that can play the tight end position. Yeah. So, and honestly, yeah. he's faster than Jonas Smith and he is I see, yeah. I, I mean, still better on Julio Jones. I I think this division is going to be great. Obviously, yeah. I have two I have two coming out of this division, um which is why it's kind of that that interchangeable piece for me of, because uh, I, I have both coming out in the playoffs. Yep. Uh, but I mean, yeah, Colts and Tennessee are hands down, head and shoulders above the rest in this division. Yep. Um, I think Houston uh, shocks people for what we find out happened, not necessarily their play on the field. Uh, <laughs> and uh, one of the guys I follow, I think, said it best. Uh, obviously, we're <laughs> talking about Deshaun Watson and the ridiculous amount of trade but they want.
0: Yeah, we'll get yeah. into Deshaun more in-depth in the future. Yeah. Just real quick, doesn't have to be very much in-depth. Do you guys get, think at some point this season he gets traded? Apparently the Finns like him. Doesn't mean anything. Yeah, right. Like, I don't think anybody's yeah, traded. I, I don't think so. Until... Not
3: that not that high of price, man.
0: I personally don't think it happens until we find out the legal part of it. Yeah. Like, I, I yeah. think anybody is stupid to even agree to a trade with, like, restrictions based on like, what happens legally? Like, if you have to put, like, oh, well, if he goes to prison, right. then we get these picks back. Right. It, then don't make
3: the trade. Right. Like, be better than that, NFL. Yeah. Jesus. I think, uh, when I was talking to Matt last night, and one of the guys I follow, I think he said it best, where he's like, uh, the Texans have a ridiculous trade offer amount for Deshaun Watson, and, and the only team that's stupid enough to take that trade offer is the Texans themselves, yeah. and or want to pull the trigger on that. And it's just, it's so true, and I think it's, yeah, the dude's a marked man. Like, we talked around trade scenarios like, what would you do for Patrick Mahomes? What would you do for even just taking it down a notch? You know, like Josh Allen. And Patrick Mahomes was the only one that we were like, yeah, I'd, you know, I'd give up three. If I got guaranteed Patrick Mahomes for his career, I, I'll take three first and sure. two seconds. But that's the only quarterback in the league that I think you make that trade for. And in fact, it is the only quarterback. So, so, so. <laughs> we're only-, only
2: getting three ones back?
0: <laughs> so what do you guys think? Does he get traded?
1: I'm just here so I don't get fines.
0: Okay. Like,
1: no, I mean. I don't freaking know. I'm a little shocked that they don't have him, like, on the exempt list. Yeah. It's, yes. I, I think the NFL, it's a bad look for him. Absolutely. Um, I will say, I think they've been burned by the Zeke case, um, Tyreek, where there were no criminal charges ever filed. Yeah. So I think on this one, they're kind of sitting out. I think if you go out and make a trade for him and you give up all that and everything – with all that baggage, even if there are no charges filed, you're not going to be able to market him as no. your as the golden boy, your guy. No. So I think that's too much to give up. If you cannot, if he cannot also just be like a huge, like poke, pound his face all over the place. Sure.
0: And and I don't I don't
1: think you can do that with him, um, even if no criminal charges are filed or anything else. I think I think he's I think he's a kind of a weirdo. If nothing else, and, <laughs> hey, definitely and, that's, weirdo. and that's, you know, that's enough for like, I, you bring that guy into your locker room, things go bad. Hell no. Oh, no. You know, and I don't think anybody is. I'm, I'm surprised that, you know, who knows who's leaking this information. The Dolphins think it's going to light a fire under Tua or something. I don't know, but I think it's kind of, kind of crap.
0: Readers yeah. do it. Go get them, now, John, Green. yeah, Ty made that point off camera earlier about like the one team. I was like, I can see one other, and it would be the Raiders making the trade before anything settled. That'd be great. We got uh, that would be we'll to get that
2: Deshaun Watson, man. We got a uh, got a real good quarterback starting
0: here. Yeah, we got, uh, we're gonna, gonna have Deshaun Watson, Pat Mahomes, the, uh, Justin uh, Herbert, and Aaron Rodgers all in the same division.
1: It's the uh, masseuse capital of uh, the United States here in Vegas. <laughs>
0: All right. We got all, no, nope, no. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Uh, the to east, happy endings. Uh, the NFC East. The NFC East last year. The one of the worst divisions of all time last year. Uh, fly, Eagles, fly. Die, Eagles, die. To the bottom of the division. Yeah. <laughs> the, I think it's going to be close between them and the Giants at the bottom of that division. It's going to be on, real bad. On
1: that note, I'm going to grab another pitcher
0: okay. here for us. Absolutely. Hell Thank yeah.
2: You want to make your pick on the NFC East first? Okay,
3: okay, okay, okay. He's got some takes. So you know a division is bad when someone's uh, like, all right, let's yeah. talk about the NFC East. Uh, when you yeah. talk about the bottom of the division, and someone goes, uh, one sec, I got to go get more beer. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like We're talking about Eagles and Giants, and Matt's like, one second, yeah, I got to
0: get more beer. Those two teams, I think, have potential to once again be in that top five
3: oh, man. Uh, conversation draft pick. Um, it, and you know, we talked. We threw Joe Judge on the grill and of the episodes that never was, you know, and all that stuff. And he rightfully deserved it. And all yeah. that. It's like the it's hard. And Joe Judge. Judge. Yes. Yeah, man, it's Such hard. A fantastic. <laughs> like job dunk. It's and the two teams at the top of the division. I, 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 I mean, I think obviously Dallas was projected really, really well before Dak went out last year. And Washington has a great defensive front. And even though Washington's middling, it's still just like, man, they are head and shoulders above. The Eagles and the Giants. Yeah.
0: And oh, for sure. Yeah, Yeah. I, I think that the race between Dallas and Washington will be fairly close for a little while. Uh, if the, obviously, I said a little bit ago, Dallas very much valued uh, health in the preseason. Obviously, with losing three, often four, offensive linemen for the year last year at different points, and Dak Prescott and all the guys on, like, uh, Jarwin and guys on the defensive side. Oh, so uh, worse, they had had to prioritize health going into this year. Um, I think the de- defense is going to be better than last year. It's be hard to be worse as uh, one of the worst defenses is, in Cowboys. That is very, degree. very
3: true. It's hard to be worse because they were, like, the worst defense in the league last year. They were, the, yeah. They, they didn't They're finish the, the worst. They, they, were they finished the worst, third. The,
0: but most of the season, they were yeah. the worst, and they improved – M- m-
3: just marginally towards the end. Is it weird that got the, got the Se- Seattle Seahawks were the worst defense in the National yeah. Football League last year? And they still made the playoffs. That's crazy. Yeah. Who was second worst? Uh, we're really Lions. close. It yeah, was.
0: It was the Lions. <laughs> <It> was the <laughs> Lions. Yeah. Right. Um, I, obviously, I, so far, I've been blown away by some of their uh, defensive picks. They were in heavy defense. Uh, I do think with health, Dallas should take this division by a couple games. Um, if they continue to have the bad injury luck they've had the last couple years, I think we'll Washington continue. will right. win it, but it'll be an ugly division. Just keep in mind, yeah, Washington won the division last year. Dallas we'll and all, right. like, all teams in, in that division were in the running for the division going into, like, week 16. Right. So, like, this isn't a case where, like, Washington's like, oh, they they're definitely... A good team, like they're no, they went seven and nine in the worst division ever. It's because they had the best defense at that point. I and think. they had a great defense, and Not they even got marginally line. better, in my opinion, on yeah. the offensive side. Yeah. So, taking that into consideration, I do think that there'll be a, a marginally improved team, maybe right. nine and seven, t- or sorry, nine and eight, ten and seven area. Yeah. But
3: Fitzpatrick I don't doesn't see always them. move the needle for me. That's just that doesn't yeah, move the need needle deal. for
0: me at all. Yeah, That's completely. the thing for me. I, I, I think that he's marginally better than Alex Smith in his final season yeah like definitely a little bit better but not much so I'm going to go Dallas obviously Homer pick but I do think they're the most talented team right now and with health that will win that division.
1: Dallas 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 Washington I, I, next yeah, um I think bottom two are dumpster for Yes, first. and and I'll just leave it at that I think, I think you know Dallas always surprises with something of whatever but but I think this yeah I think they get it done um, I think Washington, though, I mean I think there's a lot of talent there, but I, 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 think, I think there's some dysfunction there too. Thank you, sir. a little bit. I mean, just as far as you know players getting on the same page, and uh, yeah,
0: so we'll see. That is something that should be noted that uh, there is like a little bit of tension between Washington and their head coach as being someone who is at risk for COVID. Having to beg your players to get vaccinated when your coach had cancer a couple of years ago is just, and still some of them aren't doing it. Is something to monitor there. I, I don't think that there's as much cohesion as there used to be.
3: Yeah, I mean, I have same Dallas. Um, I just I think that offense is something special. Um, I want every bit of Ceedee Lamb that I can get. I think he's. In He's just insane, uh, and he's he's added weight, but it's not like oh he's added weight. It's he's added muscle, and he mm-hmm. looks dynamic. He made some great plays last year, and I think it's just time for him to ball out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, yeah, like I, Washington, it's like they're the clear second runner, but off, there's still a lot of questions. You know, like I like some of their players, but you still kind of questions. Nasty, yeah. But I mean, I love their <laughs> I love their defense and I love the stuff that they mm-hmm. can do. But that's about. That's about all it goes. And then obviously, between the, the bottom runners in the division, I think the Giants take it just because the Giants have a little bit of a better defense. Um, kind for, of, you know, on yeah, paper. I, who knows? Sure. You know, Danny Dimes? Maybe. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm
0: out on Danny Dimes. Yeah. I'm uh, 100% out on that. Guy. Full in rebuild
3: mode for Danny Dimes. Yeah, he's gone.
2: Yeah, I'm going to Dallas. <laughs> I mean, I'm not even going to try to play like I'm doing a shock or anything like that. Like, <laughs> I, I, on the episode that didn't happen, like, spoke at length about the issues I see with the Giants and straight up mm-hmm. they saw what their their stadium mates and their, their city mates, uh, d- the Jets did last season, are like, oh, people think that's a dumpster fire. Hold my, beer. let's you see know. what happens here. Let's, uh, let's let Joe Judge just completely screw that up. And right. that's, I think, inevitably what happens. And I feel bad for a guy like Saquon Barkley, who is, should be thriving on a great team and be, you know, like he, it, he's, it's he's just gonna he's gonna have a great season, I think. But I think he's gonna suffer so much there. Like it's gonna yep. be rough going. You know, he'll, he might have fifteen hundred yards. You know, four hundred, five hundred receiving yards, and he might only have like six
1: touchdowns. Jason Garrett and running backs, man. Well, and you look at, I mean, what their first round pick had the pick of the litter of, you know, linemen, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that
0: doesn't look good right now.
1: No, I mean, no. that's not gonna
0: Andrew Thomas from a couple of years ago looks like a disaster too. It looks... Yeah.
1: And that's so just, bad. You, you you can't miss on multiple guys like that, you know. Especially when you got to, like say like well, you could be dynamic at least in that part of your game. And Ingram can't stay healthy, you know. Yeah. I mean.
2: No, and and uh, Kenny Galladay has had injury issues throughout his his his, yeah. his yeah. career, and so you just paid him a, a ton of money.
0: They added Rudolph, who's another injury history guy.
2: Yeah. So just I, I just yeah, so many questions on the Giants, mm-hmm. uh, the mm-hmm. Eagles. I commented to these guys during. One of the games when one of the preseason games when they were just they're just getting smoked. I mean, it was terrible. And I was like, these this, this is this team might legit be in play for the number
3: one pick, right? Like the Eagles, are they got some competition awful. over here for the number one pick. Oh, yeah, I don't <laughs> think so. <laughs> I, I I I'm glad someone says that, but <laughs> <There's> no, they <laughs> but, have competition, yeah. but I don't think it's yeah. Detroit. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I just I hate kind of this this like, yeah, Duncan said, worst. Team because it's like it, it's very very reminiscent of the Jags last year to me where it's like you have Gardner Minshew you don't necessarily invest that much into Gardner Minshew mm-hmm. and you don't get him any weapons you don't get him anything around him and then the guy's like oh and they ended up trading him to Philly but in I the same way, like...
0: I hope that I think that they hope that Gardner Minshew never Minshew never sees the field yeah I think they does. want it to work with hurts but right. I just don't think they have enough around him for it I, I mean I I really like Devontae. I don't I know I love I, yeah, that, I I think we were all high on him. Yeah. I just think overall. with that O line,
3: that line hurts is going to have to run his ass off.
0: I, yeah, I, I just don't like. They got really old really fast the last couple of years, and they're going to be down in my opinion for a couple. So yeah, across the board, Dallas there and uh, that? And,
2: I, and I just love that That was the thing is I I sat there and I picked on the teams at the bottom of the division. I picked Dallas to go to the Super Bowl last year, and mm. I'm not doing that again this year but I I'm absolutely picking them to win the division because I think they will be one of the three or four best teams in the NFC and that, the the roster is stacked and Dak's back man
0: dude, dude Dak, that's
2: that's the biggest thing and Dak if, is motivated
0: if you yeah if you watch hard knocks at all mm-hmm. Dak is hungry and a lot of people never saw that side of him before like the that kid's a competitor and he is he's coming like he I think he's Got to be the front runner for comeback player of the year. And Zeke's and got his
2: best friend back, and so
0: that's Zeke something that I think can't be said Zeke enough looks about Zeke. Slim. I don't know if you guys saw that last episode, but he is making mm-hmm. like cuts that I haven't ever seen him make as a pro. Zeke, Zeke like, looks in
1: great shape. Mm-hmm. He looks slim, but God, he's a weird cat. Maybe. He is a weird dude, <laughs> and I don't know if he has a lot of friends, but but. He's all he has he, is Dak. he looks really good. And Dak
0: are close. That's all that matters. To me. No, it is.
1: Uh, no, nah, yeah. I mean, you can see the relationship. Like Hard Knocks has had mm-hmm. some good good stuff with that, but but yeah, man. I mean, I I, I think they are loaded. I think uh, um, I think they're going to be able to pound some of the lower part of that division this year, and um, you know, get into the playoffs. And you might be surprised; they might end up in the NFC title game somehow. Mm-hmm. I mean, and not just somehow,
0: just like the right the right matchups, home field. <coughs> yep. Uh, AFC East. That's that was a division that I think surprised a lot of people last year. Um, the Dolphin. I'm not saying the winner or anything. I'm just saying like being competitive with the teams that it was competitive with. Ian, if you look at it this year, I think it's even more interesting yeah. because I was I gonna think, say I was on the Bills for. No, I'm not saying. No, irony. I'm not saying for the division winner. <laughs> yeah. I'm not. I'm saying like the Dolphins being right. a, a legit competitor in that division. Uh, the Patriots were a little bit down. Obviously, the Jets were a little bit of a dumpster fire. They got the number two pick. But I think Although- we all think that the Jets improved. I think we all know that New England's improved. I think we all think that both the playoff teams from last year improved. I think this is going to be a fantastic division
3: to watch. I mean, let's also you know take some time to pat ourselves on the back that we nailed it with you know, Miami's coach, you know, yeah for Flores. Flores being one of the runners for my coach of the year best, and yeah, yeah, disciple and that we've ever seen. Well, taking that team into into something good. I mean we we did kinda nail that, you know, I was super we were all super down on the Patriots. You know, and uh, Well I wasn't super down on point point like the Patriots. I did like the Patriots. I
2: believe I also picked the Patriots. And yeah. Yeah, we did pick the Bills. Mm-hmm. And that's where I have to give you credit is yeah. it was something where you went ahead and jumped jumped on that on that bandwagon. Yeah. Where we both, both wanted them to prove it we need to see somebody actually knock off the Patriots yep. before I can believe it's going to happen.
0: For sure. Right.
2: And sure enough, we saw two Buffalo ball out. And so I'll go ahead and, and start with the picks. I'm going Buffalo. Sure. And it's because I think Buffalo's taking another step. Agreed. Like in games that I've seen in this preseason, I think the two teams that have just far and away been better than every opponent they've faced, where it's just evident from the
3: eye test where you're like, Team is just hungrier, that team yep. is deeper and better. Second, and third, it's the Chiefs and Bills. yeah. Second and third string have been doing work, and even then, it's like, yeah, it's second and third string and all that stuff. But even then, like, it's the depth of your roster. Yeah. It you, if you
2: talk about any other, like, any of all the other teams in the NFL, like, for mm-hmm. me right now, head and shoulders above any other, like, like tier
3: one clearly is the Chiefs and Bills, right? One Nobody else that. touches them, right? Now. Right. Sure. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, I've been beating the drum for the Bills, um, and it's just watching every year Josh Allen add something to his repertoire and then becoming that quarterback. And now it's like, okay, cool. You became that guy. Now, now let's see the true test and make it consistent and bring it over year to year. And his
2: teammates are so bought in on him. too. It is ridiculous. Defensive players, like the rapport he has with his teammates.
0: They have one of the closest locker rooms Mm -hmm. definitely in the league. Other than Cole Beasley. I think a lot of people on that team just don't want to talk about it yet, but like, I don't think a lot of guys like Cole Beasley right dude, now. I think Cole really Beasley is on the outside. I don't think he's getting cut. Right. But, like, that's the one thing that I'm like, you have that guy. This and, is – I completely agree. <laughs> and this, is, this is a sidebar. And, like, I had a fantasy
2: draft that I actually couldn't partake in person on Sunday. And so my friends, they had, Cole Beasley. they had to call me. They didn't tell me, they're like, all right, we'll call you back in in like a half hour when it's the last round. And then an hour and a half later, I still hadn't got a call. I was off work by that point, point. I was home, and I was like, so I'm assuming you made the last two picks for me. He's like, yeah, have fun with them Broncos. And I was like, son of a bitch. And I went and looked, and in this league, we do head coaches, so you get points or wins or losses, or win or lose points. Um, They gave me the Broncos head coach and Cole Beasley were the two (laughs) picks. I'm just like – (laughs)
1: <laughs> fuck you What <laughs> a bunch of assholes Seriously. So like, like,
2: oh um, man it was terrible
1: yeah i yeah. mean i i would love to i mean to take the patriots and just because i'd like to see belichick and kind of thing i i think the bills are too strong so i mean i'm to, definitely gonna go bills um i you know i think the pats um you know have a have a good shot of you know, making the playoffs, having a good year. I think the tough thing is, is you know, they could never really beat Miami. Miami's going to be scrappy. The thing that scares me with Miami is, you it know, was, this Deshaun Watson talk and like, what does that do to Tua? Mm-hmm. Maybe it helps them. Maybe it hurts. You know, I think um kind of but, a motivated dude. If you've ever watched any interviews with him, like he he is like he's fed off that in his career. Like he has. I mean, and gotten that. I'm, that Chiefs game—it seems like every t- team I bring up, those kind of like, like—but that Chiefs game, I mean, he made some great throws. I mean, you got to look at like the chips that are being put on that guy's shoulder.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, he he got the job away from from Jalen Hurts, and he had a great career. But then afterwards, like Jalen Waddle, their first-round pick, was asked leading up to the draft, is like, "Well, I you know rather play with Matt. Like, I preferred playing with Mac." That's just something you know for two is be like, I'm going to make sure he never thinks that ever again. Mm-hmm as long as he is wearing a Dolphin uniform with me, All this Deshaun Watson talk. I wouldn't be shocked if now that we're going to have a full offseason of Tua Tagovailoa getting to be in the organization, working with his teammates healthy. Ooh. Like, I wouldn't be shocked if he comes out just
1: absolute gangbusters. And, right? and I think, I mean, bringing up Waddle, I mean, I think he's, he's ready for a huge year. Yeah. That takes yeah. a little bit off uh, Devontae Parker. Yeah. And then, you know, I mean, um, solid tight end, you know,
3: running game. Breston huh? Williams back. Preston Williams showed pretty well for him the last little bit. He looks healthy, looks and looks like he could be that big body receiver on the outside that doesn't necessarily have to be this speed guy that, you know, Waddle is. And Tua had a great, great preseason. And he had great camp. And I, I mean, it was Still, it was weird because yeah. they had they had the Fitzpatrick system installed and they made Tua play kind of the Fitzpatrick system, and that's not necessarily his game. And so it's having a full year of it being written around Tua. That's why it's like I have a hard time believing the the Finns trading the, for a Houston thing? Because I just – I I think what they're seeing now is that Tua can work out. I think that they definitely
0: need to see it in the regular season, though. Like, I, I don't think that he has shown anything to this point that makes you say, yeah, we'll bet on that over, like, if Deshaun's legal issues go away, like, they're going to trade for Deshaun. Mm-hmm. Like, I – you have to. Like, Tua has – very high upside. We've all we've all said at different points we like him. I like him. I really hope that he has a big year. I'm not willing to say that they're going to win that division, but they are definitely going to be in contention for the playoffs in my opinion.
1: I've yeah. got a quick hot take. Um, yeah. In Tyne's, um uh you know, fantasy league, keeper league, I'm keeping him. So if you guys want to know early, I'm keeping Tua.
0: There you go. Are right. you taking Buffalo in the division? Yeah. All right, moving on, <coughs> NFC West. Uh, <laughs> woo, woo, yeah,
3: man. Um, I mean, I got, You're I got going a couple with Stafford, th- are you? Huh? No, no. <laughs> well, uh, bounce back here, Niners. Um, I love the Niners, love their defense. And, I mean, it wasn't long ago that they health. were in health. I mean, and they were in contention for the Super Bowl. And, um, yeah, I mean, minus the fact that, you know, obviously turnovers in the Super Bowl. We'll see what happens with all that. I mean, they were right up there, and they are a great team, and they should not be completely on, you know. they. I, I have Niners, and then I have Seahawks, and then I have – or no, sorry, I have Niners, Rams, and then Seahawks. Um, and then, obviously, Cliff Kingsbury just down at the very, very bottom, even though I love Kyler. Um, yeah. And I think Kyler has a phenomenal, spectacular year, and it is, it's fantastic. I just, I just have him down there. But, I mean, I love San Francisco this year. Um, I actually have – Some money on some futures for San Francisco, you know, making the Super Bowl, you know, and winning the division for sure. Dunk, what you think? The Super Bowl, making Super Bowl
0: with Jimmy Garoppolo or Trey Lance as a rookie. No rookie has ever played in the Super Bowl. No rookie quarterback. Okay,
2: Ty, Ty,
0: Okay. That's where I'm at.
2: Yeah. Okay. Uh, I have Los Angeles winning this division. I think the Rams with Stafford. Are, is the strongest of what I think is a flawed division across the board. I think they each have their issues. I love Trey Lance. I think Trey Lance will eventually be a stud for San Francisco, but I don't think we saw enough in the preseason to indicate that he's ready to elevate that team to where they need to be. Plus, they, like they've got a lot of guys coming back from injury, but you still have to have concerns about those players not getting injured again. Sure. Uh, Seattle... I'm still not convinced they've done enough on their offensive line to be able to get allow Russ to cook the way he wants to cook. Like he complained that he's you know he's upset when he's, he's getting hit too much, and they waited till the sixth round to take an offensive line. And yeah, they traded for they Gabe remember. Jackson from the Raiders, but he's uh, they had, what three
0: picks though this year? True, Two. but Two
2: I mean but that's for that's what they get for you know yeah. trading for.
0: No, uh, they're Jamal in that Adams position and, because of themselves. So
2: and so like I just. What the front office is doing, I'm not impressed with. I have not been for a couple of years. I think we're going to see the situation that we're seeing with Aaron Rodgers right now. I think that's going to be playing out with Russ Wilson next offseason. Um, just because I think that's going to be another one where Seattle is going to go through a lot. Just, uh, just a lot of shit's going to happen. And it's unfortunate because he's got outstanding receivers in DK Metcalf and my man, Tyler Lockett, K-State's own, um, who I don't care what anybody says, he's still the number one on that team. But uh, Metcalf not, has but... the higher upside, but Lockett's the go to guy.
0: Who had more yards last year?
2: Who had more receptions and touchdowns? I don't care.
0: Oh, okay. Who's <laughs> the younger guy that's more talented? And
3: the uh, yeah. of Lockett, it, Yeah, uh, it, it is funny because they do <laughs> definitely reverse that. It's like uh, DK Metcalf had the yardage and all that yeah. stuff, but Tyler yeah, Lockett I mean, had the receptions and the touchdowns. It's just the
0: biggest move in my they're play, great. It's, Seattle. It's, 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 it's a great it's, tandem.
3: The biggest move they made this
0: offseason was change at their uh, offensive coordinator. Yeah. I think that uh, Waldron, right? This is his last name. Right. I believe so. Uh, He's not Brian he, Schottenheimer. No, yeah, disaster there. Uh, Kansas City zone. Schottenheimer? Blue Valley, <laughs> yeah. something I think. Um, but that'll that. I'm not saying that it elevates them to win the division. I think long term, he helps that offense if they can get some offensive line in the next few years. Uh, I'm going with the Rams as well. I just think that's more talented roster and the health concerns the last couple of years with San Fran has to has to scare some people. And what's going to be the timeline for the quarterbacks? Is it going to be like a few weeks of Garoppolo or is Shanahan going to give him a long leash because he's his guy or was his guy, took him to a Super Bowl? Like there's just a little bit of an unknown with San Fran still for me that I uh, – you just never know how it'll go with a rookie quarterback at times. Lance has looked good. Other times he has a shitload of drops, like his receivers across the board, like in a little bit of it's on placement by the quarterback too. So I'm not going to bet on them until I know the quarterback situation. I'm going to go with the veteran with his, sorry, best roster he's ever had.
1: I'm going to be in agreement with you too. Um, I'm definitely going Rams. Um, I think, I mean, they're kind of all in with who they have. I, I, You know, look at the Niners, um, live in the Bay Area for 12 years, have a lot of buddies that are huge Niner fans. I just, um, not knowing who's gonna start when they're gonna replace him. Trey Lance, I I don't know what his leadership ability is. You know, the Shanahan's think they can always just plug and play, it doesn't matter. And in in a way they kind of can, but that's not always gonna work out for you. And not knowing who the starting running back is, um, exactly like, oh, this week, this guy, this week, this guy. I mean, Samuels, Ayuk, great players. Um, but, you know, I, I don't see a cohesiveness there. And defensively, I don't know if they are going to be as good um, as they have. I, I kind of almost like um, like the Rams, and I think potentially Arizona, San Francisco are going to be battling for that other, for that other top spot. Um, and I see Seattle just with all the – and I kind of see Seattle – um taking a little bit of a dump. Um and if Seattle is there at the end in number two, it wouldn't surprise me just because mm-hmm. the division's yeah. tough. Is. Um and if, you know, I don't believe in the coaching of Arizona, but I'm surprised they've done what they've done so far. Sure. And so I just um you know I just think they might they kind of might be the the number two in that division mm-hmm. somehow, some way. And San Francisco's gonna make the decision too late, too early. And it'll cost them games, and those games are going to cost them, you know, from third to second, you know. But but, but I like the Rams in that. And, uh, you know, but if Garofalo just balls out and Lance sits his butt all season and the rest of all those pieces come together, then, yeah, they could
3: finish one. Mm-hmm. But True. I don't see it. And, and I, I obviously, yeah, it, especially with everything, I mean, it's just one of those. I love – I do really like San Francisco, and I think that um, they do have the system to go and all that. And it's just – I think that a lot of the reason why the Cardinals have been uh, successful is just because of Pat and Murray, and I think that that does kind of supersede some things. Um, but in this one, it's not that I don't see the Rams doing good. I have two coming out of this division, and the two that I have coming out of this division are San Francisco and the, and the Rams. And I have them both being pretty pretty good. And it's just right. that funny. I will say it just real quick. I, the caveat
2: going on is the Rams offensive line does scare me.
3: Yeah. So, yes. But yeah. I
2: think ultimately
0: uh, final division, Chiefs, AFC West. Uh, I don't know if we're going to get any pushback on this. Uh, is it safe to say it's a sweep here?
3: I have the Raiders
0: doing nothing. Shut up, Ty. <laughs> uh, I got burned by the Chiefs a couple times last year. I, did, I picked them to win their division, but mm. in the pick I vowed that until Pat Mahomes proves me wrong, I am just going to just keep going with picking the Chiefs to win any game in any division race until I'm proven wrong. It's like the Patriots. It's a sword. better, like it's a better, I'd, I'd rather be proven wrong than be the guy that's like, Oh yeah, I picked, I picked the chargers to win the division. This-. No, I'm not going to do that. It's, it's the chiefs. It's the old Vegas thing. It's yeah. like, you don't, you don't try to
1: end the streak. Yeah. You don't be the guy to pick, Oh, in the 19th game, they're going to lose. That's yeah, not what
0: exactly. you do. Um, yeah. That roster is improved on a Super Bowl roster. Uh, talked in depth about the offensive line in the past going and investing picks in high upside players like Creed Humphrey, drafted lower than he should have been. Uh, Smith. Trey Smith. <clears throat> Lucas Niang looks like he can play from year before, technically a rookie because of the sit-out. But first-year player. First-year, like yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so three guys with no NFL experience, starting from center, going right, but all high, really, really good players. And on the left side, you have two-time pro bowler and then Joe Thune, who was just a pro bowler this past season. I don't know if he's two-time, but he's a very, very good guard.
3: I uh, I think Duncan nailed it on the head yeah. with what he said earlier. It's like, you have, if you have the tiers, you have a tier one mm-hmm. and your tier one is Casey and Buffalo. And those are the two teams. And from there, it's, you have a lot of, is it this team? Is it this team? Is it this team? Is it this team? And this division, it's just one of those things where it's like, you have to go through right? Arrowhead And- we, mm-hmm. have we said it last year? You know, we'll say it again this year. I the road has to go through Kansas City at some yep. point. You know, you have to beat Kansas City. You have to prove that you can beat Kansas City, and now you have to prove you have to beat Buffalo. But those so are the two I teams. I think the Chargers to... are going to be a really fun team, but I don't see them no. like contending. They lost. Really. They lost a lot of coin flips last year. They sure, lost a lot yeah. of one score games. So we'll see what happens. But in the same fact,
0: their offensive lines improved. They should. Yeah. Their their biggest thing is always health. Yeah. They always seem to lose major players on both sides of the ball yeah. and. Even if they have all those guys healthy, I just think that there will be like three to four games behind the Chiefs at least.
1: I think the, I mean a big thing too with the Chargers, and this is just like any like, you know, back up your first year, you know. And um, I was not really really big on I mean, Herbert. I, I wasn't not big because I just I didn't know. I mean, I knew a little bit about him. I watched some games at Oregon, but but I mean I mean back it up and continue to do what you're going to do, um, but. You know, I mean, sometimes second season's the bitch, mm-hmm. and and if and if things go south with the new coach, we'll see. I mean, you know, we'll see. We'll see how they respond because they responded to Anthony Lynn when things went bad. I mean, I mean, they did coming back in games, even though they lost those games. You know, battling back, battling back. But if, but if things kind of start off a little south on them, you know, how with the new regime, how are they going to respond? And I think that's going to mm-hmm. be a big question. Um, sure. Broncos. Everybody says they have this amazing roster. Amazing roster. I just look at their coach. I, I just don't. I, I just don't believe in a coach like that is going to get you know the most out of Teddy Bridgewater. I think if Teddy Bridgewater played for like um, a good offensive coach, I, I, I think they could actually do something with him. I just under fans, you know, yeah, they're just going to be what they are, you know. And so we'll see with that. And then the Raiders, I don't really. I used to live in Vegas, but I don't really give a shit.
3: <laughs> I mean, yeah, we. I mean, we talked about this. I didn't, pretty preacher sure Matt, Matt and I talked about this last night, or, you, or maybe it was last week. But um, especially with. Fangio, it's Fangio with Teddy Bridgewater. He's literally just playing to just stay in the division. You know, he's just trying to not lose his job because he knows he's a front runner for Aaron Rodgers next year. And he just wants to make sure that he's in games. And Teddy Bridgewater doesn't necessarily lose games for you. He'll Drew Locke. Yeah, exactly. And it's just, it's just, it, and that mentality at the start is just a bad mentality yeah, to go into a season with. I'm trying not to lose. That's, you know. <laughs>
2: yes, it's most likely that he'll win more games. With Teddy Bridgewater than Drew Locke. like or at least not not more likely, but the ceiling or the floor is much higher with Bridgewater than it is with Locke. and sure. so uh, the range of being around a 500 team is a lot higher. But yeah, it's it's a terrible idea. That's pretty much punting punting on the season to try to compete with the Chiefs, yeah. which
0: stupid, not likely anyway. But you're not trying. How many more years on that 10 year deal do we have left? <laughs> I'm su- I'm surprised Locke. too that I mean they asked Drew
1: Lock to do. A, B, and C in the offseason. And it appeared that he actually went and did it. And you don't reward him for it. I mean, I think that's just a bad look. And, Mm -hmm. I mean, either you tell him you're screwed or you you say, hey, if you do this, this, and this. But once they brought him in, you knew the writing was on the wall. Like, there was nothing else that was going to happen. And I know people like the roster. I mean, I think the Raiders, I still don't think the Raiders, I think some of those big, like, Jacobs, they had to bring in, you know, I mean, somebody... To help him, basically, um, so they don't really fully believe in him. You know, Waller's great, but I mean, the whiteout still, eh. You know, don't buy it. And um, defensively, you know, the stud safety. Who's, who's the safety? The hard hitting, hard knocks oh, guy. Abrams. He was like yeah, the and then he got hurt, Safety in the. League, and then yeah. he gets burned. I mean, he he's just a he's a he's a jack. So
0: I still still every once in a while have Raiders fans. Told me that they'd rather have Jonathan Abrams than Amari Cooper, and I'm like, you're insane.
1: I lived in Oakland for a
0: good they're, they're good, good chunk of fans. time,
1: and real Raider fans are fun. Outside Raider fans are not. <laughs> but I will say, um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, but Carr played no preseason snaps. Is that right? I, yeah, I don't think
0: so. I. All right. Yeah. Have fun with that. Yeah. 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 Um. So yeah, that that was our. That's all. Everyone. Um. Moving on to, uh, we also have college football starting this week. Just going to touch on, there's some pretty fun games. Uh, five ranked, top 25 matchups. Uh, at the top, Clemson versus Georgia. Uh, you have uh, Penn State, Wisconsin, Texas, Louisiana, Iowa, Indiana, uh, and then Miami versus Alabama. And we talked before the show, that's a huge game for uh, Derek King. If he wants to make an yeah. Heisman push that we were hoping that he would make last year. That's going to be one to watch. And then just an interesting game that Duncan and I both said that, like, it's just interesting from who's playing in it um, is Notre Dame, Florida State. Florida State has the transfer quarterback from UCF. He Milton? Yes. Had the catastrophic injury kind of making a comeback. Uh, fantastic quarterback, though. So see if he can give them a little bit of a jump in a game where it's a new team. It's Ian Book's gone, and uh, it's a new era for Notre Dame. Don't necessarily need to pick with those who? games. Who at the helm
2: for Notre Dame? Who is at the helm?
0: That oh. rat bastard. Oh, God. oh, God. oh yeah. Hey, Coach, I was still thinking quarterback. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that was a little bit. is yeah. <laughs> a rat bastard, and I do not like Brian Kelly. I got you done, oh, yeah. Gabe. I wish that I was on the same page with that. I mean, we can't yeah. high-five, but
3: yeah, there we there go.
0: go. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, full slate of college football that I'm really excited about. Love college football for the pageantry, and we didn't really get any of that last year because of right. COVID. Obviously, some some fans in certain conferences, but uh, the biggest thing about college football, why I love it, is just everything surrounding it, and it's going to be great to have it back. I'm not going to – I'm just going to start this for another day, but, I mean, do you see with all the
1: uh, shifts in conferences and everything, losing some of that pageantry in the next 10 years with the way uh, college football is going to go a little bit?
0: Some of the traditions as far Ohio as, like, State. rivalries, but, uh, like – Overall, it's still about like game days, game, game day. day. It's you're still yep. you're still lining up two teams. You're wait, wait, till you're your, wait, till you're in your wait till you're
1: in your forties, and then and then, you know, you're not there to tailgate and do all that fun <laughs> stuff. And conferences start shifting like a freaking, yeah. you know, some big earthquake. You might not feel that way. I'm kidding, but but <laughs> I I love I love college football, and I mean and and honestly, I'm behind. Um, this year on, I'd like to um, have a quick opinion from a from a K K-Stater, the K State Stanford game because um, I think Stanford. I mean, one of the best coaches. Oh, yeah. he's one of my favorite coaches yes. in football. Took over for Harbaugh, um, but but that's going to be a fun game, and it's a it's a at whatever at and stadium, World. but it's Jerry World Stadium, eleven a.m. on Saturday, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to see. Uh, um, that's going to be fun. Se- second meeting, I think, all time between those teams. Yep. But, but give me your thoughts on that.
2: I'm just I'm super excited. I, I was talking with them before the show that I think K-State has an opportunity to surprise a lot of people this year. I think we were down last year, but we were one of the teams hit harder by COVID than a lot of others. I mean, constantly di- different starting offensive line units, different groups at receiver. There was no opportunity to build any cohesion. And then the biggest detriment that happened was in the fourth game after K- K-State started 3-0, and we beat Oklahoma, huge win. And then against Texas Tech, our our starting quarterback, senior starting quarterback Skyward Thompson gets picked up, lifted, and speared into the ground, dislocates his shoulder, misses the rest of the season. We started a true eighteen year old, true freshman the rest of the year who it looked like it was just going a million miles an hour.
1: Which for him, it was. Yeah. Um, I heard an interview. Who, who's the stud wide receiver? Was a freshman last year. He's going to uh, be a sophomore. Uh,
2: running back, receiver, Deuce Vaughn. Yeah. So five foot five, not like just itty bitty guy, but he's I heard. Dynamic.
1: I heard an interview with him. I mean, I mean, he's a he's a bright kid, and I mean, it was just it was a dynamic interview, and he's, I and mean, I think he's ready to ball out. Mm-hmm. I, I think on Saturday you're going to see some stuff from him. I'm just
2: very very excited, and I see. got
1: that from a freaking interview. Two weeks yeah. ago, so
2: no. Deuce
0: Vaughn, awesome. Deuce is loose. I'm ready. Yep, sounds I think, good. I think all all of the teams represented here. I guess you are you K, KU football fan? I am. I am. Okay, yep. no, never mind. So three <laughs> of the four people, I think all, our teams, right, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I think our teams have a chance to shock some people. I really think that Michigan yeah. can KU be.
1: Might a, we might win too <laughs> if, we, KU win, if KU wins. If KU wins. Three games. It's shocking like, oh, the world. It would be. I would, no, it I, would. I, I it absolutely would. agree. South Dakota State, you know, open. And, and I think we get on the Coastal Carolina and get a little payback on the oh. Supriks. <laughs> yeah,
0: team that should have been All in the right. playoff. All right. All right. You heard it here, folks. Hot takes. <laughs> uh, we'll, we will cover uh, college football more in depth uh, later date. Uh, probably oh, next week. week. Yeah, next week or the week after. Um, we'll do Super Bowl picks next week, too. Yeah. So Super yep. Um, But uh, our grill segment is interesting because we're not necessarily throwing one person or even... We don't even really know who is at fault for this, but the grill segment but is... But somebody
3: uh, done fucked up.
0: Yeah. ESPN, Paragon, whatever, or whoever is at fault. But if you're not familiar with it, ESPN did their uh, high school kickoff special this weekend, and one of the games was IMG Academy, who is... Well-known as like one of the, one of
2: the yeah, one of the top
0: basketball top. and football, every sport they're just fantastic at. They get the Multiple top recruits in the country.
2: Five-star recruits. Yeah.
0: Yeah. They were playing at the hall of fame in Canton, Ohio, uh, against Bishop Sycamore bishop? High, su- high school, Sycamore. uh, which if you're wondering, if you're wondering which Bishop Sycamore was, it doesn't exist. There's no Bishop named Sycamore. Um, the school itself does not exist, uh, literally
2: according to the Ohio State High School Association. Yes, it does not exist.
1: Yeah. Quick, uh, quick trivia question: So, the Hall of Fame Stadiums in Canton, Ohio. Yes, what college football team plays at that stadium? NAIA school. My Ooh, cousin coached there.
3: Mm, it's Malone. 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 Malone.
1: NAIA school. Just gotcha. little, little, little,
0: little, little things for so Trivia there. Thank there you <laughs> go. Um, so, is it true is that, that
3: the address of that school is a duplex?
0: I think no, we figured out no. 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 It's, it's, <laughs> it's like a direct center. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's like, <laughs> it looks so like a practice facility.
3: From and the inside
0: the
2: person who runs this facility said, like, they were asked, it's like, so do they come here and they work out? Do they run classes out of here? And he's like, they don't run class out of here, and they come in to work out, like, once a month.
0: Yeah. So, the coach for the team had an active arrest, or has an active arrest warrant In Columbus, Ohio, the players were mostly made up of Juco dropouts and players that just weren't recruited in the last recruiting cycle.
2: Like one Um, one player's parents who pulled them out of the program said that their son at 18 was one of the youngest players on the team.
0: Yeah. Um, And there's players now on record saying that they were told as they were being recruited to play for this team, quote unquote, uh, that they were told that they were going to be part of a Netflix series. So, how the hell does the worldwide media leader allow this to happen? And they go on TV and they lost, what, 59 to nothing? 50, yeah. Yeah, 58 nothing. Something, yeah. <laughs> the, the announcers were so yeah, confused the Disney whole time. Has, just calling, him, like, yeah, he's like, this is just irresponsible. He goes, they were sold that this team has multiple high-star recruits, and, like, if they do, congrats to those kids, but, like, this is just... I think it's bad like it's, they couldn't it, they were questioning the safety like the, how safe it was yeah. for those kids to be out there. That's how that's how bad it was.
2: They were told that they had a number of uh, the ESPN was told or like the guy Anish Shroff. He was told yeah. that they have a number of Division One prospects. And yet when they were trying to get a roster list, they were unable to get one from any sources.
0: Yeah. The the roster list that they were given didn't even have jersey numbers. It just said quarterback and then two names running backs like three or four names wide receivers, few names, and then just athlete.
1: Let, let me give you a little example of this. So here at Cinderblock Brewery, we're, we're a nice-sized brewery. We host a lot of podcasts here. My first four podcasts that I had come in here, they're just guys that didn't know what the hell they were talking about. So for these guys, I actually had to do my research, go down, find <laughs> agents, find like <laughs> things that were authenticated, and... I did my due diligence here at Cinderblock Brewery, which you know, hey, we're a nice-sized brewery here in Kansas City, <laughs> North Kansas City, but the worldwide leader can't do this for a game? That's ridiculous. <laughs>
0: like the game yeah. should have been, and yeah. oh, and the team that they played—they they played two games in three days. Yeah, they
2: played a game on Friday night, which that is, yeah, and then played on Sunday against, against uh, high school football guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: So, yeah, whoever is at fault for that happening. It's, uh, yeah,
2: Paragon Marketing Group is the one that makes this schedule for ESPN. Mm-hmm. Apparently, they have been doing this for 20 years. And they're coming out and it's like, yeah, we should have done our more due diligence yeah. like in the days. Well, of- no shit. Yeah. <laughs> and here's the kicker, too. This team, Bishop Sycamore, still has like three more elite football programs on mm-hmm. their schedule.
0: So, I, <laughs>
2: like duncanville texas i don't think it's another school in ohio you love that place
1: Marin, maryland
0: what you love that place shut up you place. have to believe <laughs> that all those schools <laughs> are canceling <laughs> yes. those games right
1: by um out of california i was
0: gonna say yeah duncanville
1: yeah i remember seeing california like, swept it up and duncanville is supposed to be the number one team in texas but uh, uh props to the california schools and the high school challenge they they won both their games
2: but it's if anything we can take away from this and laugh and because we've thrown ESPN on the grill not too long ago actually. This mm-hmm. ESPN, get your shit figured out <laughs> with what's going to be on your programming cuz yeah. this game was featured on ESPN on the mothership, yep. the main channel. And like again, between the stuff that's happened over the last couple months like get your get your stuff in order guys. Yeah. I mean seriously. Yeah. What's wrong bad? People letting people go. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. yeah, and quit, you know, continuing to feature
3: Jackasses. Stephen Aisman. Stephen
0: Aisman. Yeah. All of that. Uh, final segment, our toast. Obviously, we're going to toast cinder Cinderblock because thank you for having us yet again. Uh, we'd love to be here. Uh, Matt, you're an awesome host to us every time. All, all two times. Uh, it should be more. There will be more, for sure. Um, but also... To Salvador Perez, the last week that he had was just ridiculous. Insane. Uh, five consecutive games with a home run. Six uh, out
2: of the seven games he played this week, he had a home run. And, 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 and i got to say,
1: I've got a five-month-year-old, so I feed him at nine. So those Seattle games, I watched every single pitch, had him on. And, um, but that day game, um, last game of the series, down 4-2, Salvi takes a hard pitch, hits it, hits it to the 380 mark. 12 inches from the top um, of the wall and just misses a home run. Didn't get the double, which hindsight wouldn't help. Um, Lopez scored from first, but I mean, but he's on fire and um, just playing. Um, I mean, man, he he should have get MVP votes this year. And I was looking by wow, the other night at Buster Posey, Salvador Perez, just comparing top catchers of our of, of modern era. And Buster's played about 12 years. Salvador's at 10. Um, Buster's got a nice high average stuff, opted out of COVID, got hurt the year. Um, the way the dude took him out from the Marlins, I think his name was Scott something, minor mm-hmm. league, little feisty guy. Long story short, um, Salvi's on fire, and um, if, if he can kind of keep some of this up for a few years, an easy Hall of Famer mm-hmm. and just amazing. I mean, back to back Grand Slams. Yeah,
0: yeah. seriously. Good, Grand Slam.
2: 30 38, 39 home runs now. Yep. He's already surpassed the American League yep. record for most. Home runs by a, a, a catcher in the American League. And he five is, left. He's 42. Javi Lopez in 03 is the record in the National League. So he's just a few away from it Let's bring it home, Sally. Let's do it. it. With a month to go.
1: Starting st- starting catchers, like like starting the position at catcher, um, it's Yvonne Rodriguez's record, and I think he's about five off of that too. Oh, okay. We're, 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 we're just starting at catcher.
3: He uh, he tied Yvonne's record. Yvonne was 38. Yeah, so he's tied of he tied and beat Vaughn's record. So,
0: awesome, a good
3: dude. Yeah. So Cheers, Salby. Love you, brother. Cheers.
0: Uh, thank you all for listening. Again, thank you, Matt, for having us. We'll definitely be back more often than just our divisional breakdown every year. Uh, <laughs> we, uh, yeah, definitely love it every time we come here. So, thanks for listening, guys. We'll have some fun stuff next week as well.